back. We're at it. We're happy. The macarena. Yeah, the macaroni. <laughs> kind of reminds me of macaroni. Was that uh, Weird Al? No, did he do a macaroni? Oh, he How did he to. miss Come out on, on that, dude? Now you're—I'm bleeding onto you. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I'm having an effect here. Maybe it was too obvious. That's why he didn't go. for Wow, it. yeah. You know, he's like this. Come on, guys. Weird Al had—I loved all his albums, but he had one that cracked me up whenever I shelved it when I was a uh, a uh, worker over at the Arlington Heights Memorial Library. I did the AV section, and they had um, this back when people still listened to CDs. Yeah. and they would yeah. and well this is the best era when i was working there because i would have first dibs on all these cds that would come out and i would take them and um scan them onto the computer and burn them oh yeah yeah back in the day. so back yeah. in these days man you get the cds at the library and burn it you remember that was when we got our we got that new compact yes and it, had, it had two disc drives that's right so you could burn from one disc onto another you just i just like went Time warped right you there. You could like and picture could the blue the panels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they came in the different colors. The different right? colors. Yeah, 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 dude. Everything did because iMac came out with their first right, iMac. Man. So then Compact tried all to All the schools. It. Remember our school got all the brand the new iMacs. Macs with those different colors. Everyone had the same teal green ones for the schools. Right, probably right. the cheapest, I imagine. But the chicks yeah. would get the pink color. Yeah, and then they had the MacBook, the original MacBook with the color. Yeah, man. Everything was about the colors back then, yeah. Well, then you had to stop doing it because it was, uh, we had to start being gender uh, neutral with everything. I, don't, I think they just went one way. Have you seen, like, have you tried to buy a new iPhone lately? It's you either get black or gay. <laughs> There's <laughs> nine gay colors and black. <laughs> they have a lot of weird new colors now. It's like pink, rose, rose, you know, <laughs> right. burgundy, and you're like, dude, can I just get like a man? Can I get like a solid blue? Look at the clientele, though. Look at the people getting these phones, man. Yeah, I guess. Well, forty percent of America's gay, so I guess that's where we're at. Checks out. <laughs> I'm serious. It's so half crazy. are women, the other half are gay. So we gotta go the other way. Out. It, it, people start filtering your water. I think so. Is that what it is with the fluoride? I just stopped drinking water. I'm on to beer only now at this point. Mm, good call. Yeah. You're going back to the 18th century. Well, I'm growing more hair on my chest, and I'm feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> no longer three quarters, folks. We were almost seven, seven eighths almost. We're going back. We're hitting that 15, 16. No, 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 we went back. We're, we went we're, back. we're retracting now. Yeah, that's right. I'm laying off the water, dude. That door's closing. <laughs> <laughs> dude the, we were watching earlier today i think it was, you came up during it you were uh still kind of catching the z's this morning but yeah. em and i and her sister we were watching the gma the good morning america and they had on who i thought was bto and i was excited i was gonna like record it for you oh yes i saw the end of that that was so funny but it wasn't bto it was i i had i haven't seen bto so i imagine they started hitting some element of puberty or something well, where they're in their 30s now you can't be that like boy band in your 30s did you see so there's a new bto now and they were debuting them on gma this morning and they were what was it Enrico or uh, i have no idea Enrico. <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> and trice they had some weird name and it was seven asian lady fellas <laughs> Lady fellas who don't realize they're lady fellas in our culture. <laughs> like I know you're a man wherever you're from, but here you're a lady fella, dude. Whatever they're putting in the water here, where like thirty percent of us are feminine now, 
they have doubled the dosage in Korea. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. Yeah, they're injecting it into the babies. Because <laughs> these... Are those are met. chicks. No, those are practically chicks. That's as close as you can get to a chick without the chromosomes. Yes. Yeah. It's they must be breeding these lady fellas in factories there in Korea. Ultra feminine. No hair. There's like no hair. You know, it's like dude. A weird, it's so weird. It's like a. It's like a, a gender ambiguous. That's what I kept saying. I'm like the ambiguity of the gender here. It, it's actually melting it's, my yeah. my head watching it. Like my brain was struggling to comprehend almost what I was watching. For sure. Because they were moving in. Their faces were ultra feminist. Yeah. Feministic. I don't even know what the word is. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> but whatever whatever this these new boy bands out of Korea are, that's the model. That's they want all of us to be like that. That's the Timothy mm. Chalamets. It is, it really is. It really is. I'm telling you, man. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. I gotta I gotta go back on that. <clears throat> Talked a lot of shit about him playing Willy Wonka. Does it look good? You know what? I was you like, might pull it off. I was looking at the arguments. If you look at the side by sides, he actually does kind of resemble a young uh, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, and I love Gene Wilder. I man. do too. Huge fan. But I just Gene Wilder never had that like bitchy body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, like, well, Gene Wilder was a thespian. He was an actor. He he was an old school Broadway man. Yeah, and so he had the bravado of a man actor and was able to sell it on a theatrical uh, level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why he's so funny in, like, Young Frankenstein or even Blazing Saddles. He nails the drunk. Nails it. You know? It, it, nails and, like, it. yeah. It's just because he's so good at being theatrical with his movements and his, you know? And, and mm. people, it's crazy. Acting used to be acting. Real acting, yeah. Now it's just like that guy has super thin cheeks and a strong jawline, so he's an actor. No, we we went from the we went yeah. There was a phase there where you could have you could have taken any actor, and they probably did do plays on the side. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? But you could have taken any actor from these movies and put them into plays. Now there's no way. Well, do you know who's one of the last that's like that? Kevin Spacey. Oh, poor guy. He's Kev- never coming back. He's coming back. He's never coming Kevin back. Kevin Spacey's a good actor, though. He's an actor. And all he did was grab a kid's dick. I don't know what he did. You know, I do, you know, I mean, there's reports. A lot of flight logs on that Lolita Express with the Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey? They had young boys there, too? Oh, Epstein, dude, he diddled in all oh, levels, man. Come on. That's, you yeah. got what you need. Oh, that's man. right. I, got what, I might not have what you need, but I got what you want. You know yeah, what that's right. <laughs> That's right. Did you see that paraplegic in the wheelchair? <laughs> Who else can get him a blowjob from an 18-year-old? <laughs> We're talking about Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking is photographed on Epstein Island having a great time. <laughs> oh, there was no translation from the computer needed. That smile told it all with that young girl sitting on his lap. It was literally like a 16-year-old sm- like. Yeah. It reminds me of a Simpsons episode where Homer breaks his jaw and it's all wired up and uh, he has to write everything on a chalkboard thing and uh, at one point towards the end he reconciles with Marge and his jaw is wired up and he says, I'm horny. <laughs> and she's like, oh, homie, I don't know what you said, but I bet it was beautiful. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that's a great episode, right? That's where nobody can understand him, but everything becomes better. Like everybody likes him more. <laughs> I'm horny. It's a, great, it's a great life lesson. Oh, the Simpsons has so many. One of my favorites is where he eats bad sushi and he thinks he's gonna die by sunrise. Oh, the the um the puffer fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Because the new guy's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, lo- he's looking at the picture in the book. <laughs> by the way, we were told by some fellow listeners how we were mistaken in some uh, translations <laughs> from a previous episode. We did do some inappropriate and incorrect impersonations of Chinese people. We, we leaned heavily into the Japanese territory. And for that, I want to say to all our listeners out there, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh come on, chicken. Chicken We feel uh, sorry. So sorry. So you sauce. Hiroshima. And to our Chinese overlords, uh, so uh, sorry. <laughs> Please, uh, don't kill me. My penis is so small. <laughs> Practically Chinese. <laughs> oh, you screwed us again, man. <laughs> it's Hiroshima all over again. <laughs> it's practically Chinese. Come on. My favorite part is you have a lot, we have a lot of history here talking about how the Japanese are the Italians of the Asian culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they get the most hate in Asia. That's Everybody right. hates the ones with the big dicks. You know? <laughs> Ask the blacks. <laughs> they came to the they came to America, the land of the free, home of the brave. Same with our indigenous friends out there, and we don't want to skip out on them. We all know that we love our days here at the Dude Man Podcast. <laughs> And how could we go a day without discussing today, which is the, what was it, Native... Native American. Native American. Totally different from Indigenous People Day, (laughs) which we had to get rid of Columbus Day so we could celebrate Indigenous peoples. And then, you know, this is a totally different group. Now we're celebrating today Native Americans. (laughs) Totally different from Indigenous peoples. Which Indigenous just sounds... That's, that's, that's a terrible word, dude. Don't call me native or indi- indigenous. Like, Well, that's why I always thought that... Well, it reminds me of African-American. Like, if I was a black guy, I'd rather be black guy than African-American. Yeah, African-American is terrible because you just lumped everybody into one. Well, I'm not Italian-Polish-American. Yeah, well, I'm not European-American. No, I'm white guy. Yeah, white. You see what I'm saying? I, I don't mind being white guy, though. Like, if you want cracker, sure. No, no, you're not white. Like, if people ask you what you are, you don't say I'm white. You say, well, I'm half Italian, half Polish. I try to, I always say Latino now, just to uh, (laughs) play the victim card. But it's one of the things the black... Did you see my pussy hat? I got it in my (laughs) trunk. But it's one of the things the black community really uh, lost, is you just say you're black? All right, but I mean, like, there's no way you could tell me, like, a Kenyan... And somebody from like the Ivory Coast are exactly the same. They have totally different cultures, totally you, different. You come to America, you know? though. What would you rather be? Would you rather 
identify as your previous cultures or would you rather just be fucking American? Man? Well, it's really funny in Chicago. I know I keep going back to it, but the diversity in Chicago. If you ask a black man in Chicago what he is, you'll either just get like, what do you mean? I'm black. You know what I mean? That's a guy who was born and raised in America and he's yeah. like the black guy from Chicago. But then the the people who are like from Ghana or, you know, Cameroon, they're, they're very hardcore. They're just... They're no different than the Latinos and the Europeans where they're going to be like, you know, I'm, I'm not black. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm Cameroonian. I don't know. You know, they'll be interesting. They'll tell you. I don't well, they know. don't want to be lumped into African-Americans. They always, they will be very, they will very much specify. They do not want to be lumped in with the, what we call black in America because they don't consider themselves that. And I don't mean that in a bad word, but you know, you talk to guys from like, like I, I work but with there's guys. there's pride in being an immigrant or being Sons of immigrants, well, the, you know? The, you take like, these guys that I know from Cameroon who all work very hard in the plumbing industry and they all came here with nothing, worked really hard to get to where they are. They don't at all consider themselves this oppressed people who deserve reparations. <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? They have nothing in common with those people and they don't want anything to do with that, that culture. So Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. would you? No, no. But also, we're Italian-Polish. Do we want any re- representation or a part of the pumpkinhead poles that are hanging out downtown? With the or, shiny shirts and the or, fucking tight Or pants, the though. fucking guidos oh, with the... with the shirt the unbuttoned. Gold, gold horn chain, dude. Chest no, hair the out. pinky ring. No, oh. dude, see what I'm saying? Like, do no. we... No, we were... He- we, our parents came here, and then we're here, and we're like, man, you know what? I'm fucking American, and yeah. I love this country, and I love being American because our parents, they left Guido Town and Polockville yes. to be yes. American. Yes. You know, why'd you come here to be a fucking Polock and a fucking Guido? And that Italian didn't come here and then find another Italian and marry the Italian. <laughs> right. He fucking met a Polock, somebody totally different. Because he didn't want know? no Guido. He didn't want a Guido. He got the Polock, and the Pole found the Italian, you know? Exactly. Because the Pole didn't want to marry a Pumpkinhead. That, that's, that's all her dad kept giving her was Pumpkinheads to date. <laughs> her dad really wanted a Pumpkinhead. It's either the chest is pumped out or it's the pumpkin head. It's oh, it's both. No, the chest has to be pump, puffed out to balance the, the pumpkin p- head. You don't understand. I've, I've watched these Ukrainians in poles around my neighborhood. The Ukrainian pumpkin heads are insane. That's why they all have to drive Mercedes SUVs. They don't fit in the car. The fuck, they're the worst, man. What, what, what kills me is the bigger your pumpkin head is, the dumber your nationality is. That's what, that's what I don't understand. I just think it's more... If, Jews have this little tiny head. They even have to have a special tiny hat to go on top of it. And they have the most Nobel Prizes of any race. <laughs> you know? It has to do with how much blonde is in your gene pool. The more blonde blue eyes, it's over. No, look at the Swedes. They're idiots. They are kind of dumb. Look at what they're doing. They're, they brought socialism to everybody else. They're assholes. Yeah, they really did. The only thing they did good they're was really the good. army knife. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed that one though. They did nail that. They can't one. even do fish right. <laughs> Swedish fish. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like culture knows what to do with fish. We got the Swedish fish. What the hell's going on here? I can't even chew it, man. There's no candy in fish. <laughs> I've caught a lot of fish. Never once had candy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the Swedes. Well, Mike and I are here. We're having a good time, folks. We're doing a podcast. Uh, I can't believe it. In person, live in action on Black Friday. And it is Black Friday. Or as I like to call it, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But uh, One letter could change a big difference at that meeting. Well, it could be Black's Friday or it could be Black Friday. <laughs> Depends if, if you have a lisp or not. <laughs> are you... Um, <laughs> Uh, are you Michael Strahan or are you somebody else? Because you know, it's tough to say. Uh, either way, Black Friday is on, and um, this year especially because a lot of things have been kind of building up. And yeah. uh, I thought you would really appreciate this little segment that I saw floating around out there in in the news world. Uh, because it's Black Friday, a lot of shopping going on, a lot of suburban folk hitting the scene going out to these places like even the miracle mile mm, right yeah, in chicago left. what's left of there yeah. yeah like people are going out there to shop uh so this year there's a new kind of weird sense of urgency to i don't know make people a little safer than they used to be so they're going to do something that's mm. a little contrary to what they've been you know professing over the last few years so i'm gonna see if you can catch on Officially kicks into high gear this week while Black Friday sales are around the corner. Recent incidents of shoplifting and organized retail crimes have some reconsidering their shopping plans. CBS's Carter Evans reports on what some cities and businesses are doing to keep everyone safe. What are you going to do to keep people safe? I wonder. <laughs> a flash mob of 17 mass thieves pushing past holiday shoppers to rob a Nike store this week near Los Angeles is exactly the kind of crime cities across the country are trying to crack down on. To all you shoppers out there, especially you visitors to San Francisco, I want you to make it rain. After a series of thefts scared away shoppers and shut down stores, San Francisco launched a safe shopping initiative, beefing up patrols to ease jitters. Mm. Same goes for my... Sounds like you're funding something. <laughs> beefing patrols. Are these patrols of social workers <laughs> that you all hired during uh, Black Lives Matter? You're doing something the opposite of defunding. <laughs> sounds like you need to fund something, and it sounds like you're funding. More patrols. What are you funding over here, San Francisco? Mm. Miami-Dade's Dolphin Mall, where canines and extra <laughs> officers will be more visible. You're going to be probably the safest you could be anywhere, any place in the world. It all comes as a Gallup poll shows more Americans fear becoming victims of crime. A near record 40% say they're afraid to walk alone at night within a mile of their home. 50% fear getting their car blue no matter who. That's a terrible statistic. <laughs> you fucking people keep voting for these politicians. And 40% of you can't walk within a mile of your fucking house. Blue no, no matter, matter who. <laughs> This, this goes back to Donald Trump when they asked him, yes. why should the blacks vote for you? And he said, what do you have to lose? You've been voting for these people for 50 years. What have they done for you? Man, look at this. It's, it's screaming you in the face. Uh, uh, like, I, I, the people, how do you not see it? I, I don't understand. Here yes. in Denver, I don't understand. I, I told you. In Chicago. I told you here the biggest re refrain for everyone eight years ago was blue no matter who, and now you go to Boulder and everyone says, I hate to say it, but it's the Democrats. <laughs> they hate to say it. Hate to say it. I mean, you guys have been in charge of these cities for ev as long as I've been alive, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, 40%? But you're, this news, this story is hilarious. They're literally yeah. talking about, they can't say it. They're never going to say the word fund. That's the best part. Oh, uh, 
They just keep saying, we're going to add patrols. <laughs> they're going to tell you all about how they're going to do all these things <laughs> where they're increasing all these parts. Building of up. We're building up. Staffing. Staffing. <laughs> adding cops. They're literally talking about adding cops with dogs. Do you know what that takes? you got to fund it. It's called funding the police, man. You literally are talking about funding Whoa, the police. We defunded these patrols. To f- defunded the police to fund patrols. <laughs> I can't get over patrols. This is my favorite story of the year. Refuse to say, you know what? We gotta fund the we police. We gotta refund. Just fund, man. Yeah. Just fund, fund the roads, the police, something. Fix something, dude. Add some money. And it really wasn't even the money. Whether, like, whether you guys did actually take money from your police state uh, departments or not, it was just the whole spirit of everything. Like yes. The whole mantra, the whole everything. It gave all these criminals the idea that they can go do whatever they want. Absolutely. And they could. They yeah. did. They have been for now three years. For sure. Uh, yeah, let's finish this clip. This is great. <laughs> I think you would like it. We're stolen and 17% avoid going to the mall. Okay, they're getting ready to breach. We were there Monday as authorities carried out this raid in L.A. arresting suspected robbers allegedly involved in an organized shoplifting ring. Even in posh Beverly Hills, officials say they're determined to keep shoppers safe. I hear the drone. There it is. Above the palm tree. Yeah, Hawkeye. Police drones are now in the air 14 hours a day after what? this break yeah. attack on a jewelry store. Folks, welcome to 1984. Oh, we have entered George Orwell. Thanks, California, by so the way. That was their plan. Yeah. They got rid of the police and the crime got so bad. Now they gotta they have to come in and they're gonna oh, have and drones. Everyone and we're gonna have surveillance state and we're gonna do Everyone welcomes it, man. They yeah. want the drones. Absolutely, because uh, they need safety. We need to be safe. What was that saying? Nobody will ever take America's freedom. We will give it up. With a smiling face. With a smiling face. Or last year, officers are also monitoring 2,500 security cameras. We've created this real-time watch. Hey, folks, you want to go to China? Just go to San Francisco, Francisco. actually. It's literally China now. 2,500? They're watching you with drones and 2,500 cameras. My God, man. Social credit score. Here we go. It's coming. This is it. It's coming. It is coming. You're going to need your Vax passport to enter establishments. Uh, and if, you, if you're not up to date on your boosters, well, the drone's going to follow you home and make sure you stay locked down. Frank, you cannot enter the highway today. You did <laughs> not take your pills. <laughs> and then your car just stops on the yeah, side of the fucking man. ramp. Someone know? will be there to grab you. <laughs> Do not fight. The car won't start, won't move. Wow. Or, the, or they were talking now, like... The cars can already, they're already at the point now with like the Teslas and stuff. If they want, if they could pass it through Congress and everything, they have the ability to make it so your car could drive you to the police station and lock you in there. So, yes. So you, you're, we're looking for Frank. He's a, a and imagine you're in your new cyber truck that has impenetrable windows and doors. You can't break out. Oh, wow. You can't even break out of your own car as it takes you to the detention center to be re-educated. Everybody talked about how good it was that nobody could get in. You can't get out. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for Elon, dude. I'm telling you. Uh, 
What's that movie where there's like these walls weren't meant to keep people out? They were to keep him in. <laughs> <laughs> Every horror movie oh, ever. No. And then the aliens come from the ground. <laughs> where all of the city cameras can be watched in a single place. Is it working? Is it bringing Absolutely. crime down? It is. It is, is it making people feel safer? I think so. If we don't do something soon for our stories, are going to be out of business. Aaron Jones provides armed guards to businesses. He says the number of requests has tripled since 2020. They realize that they have to do something to protect people. Now, in addition to hiring extra security, some retailers are experimenting with new store layouts to deter shoplifters. It's estimated that U.S. retailers lost 112 billion dollars to retail theft last year and that is a record <laughs> what dude have you seen the we've covered it all year 100 billion dollars dude the footage of the ransackings it had to add up at some point man all the targets all the walgreens dude. all the walmarts dude all, all in every major city come on man it had to have added up at some point and yeah, that sounds about right. $112 billion, that's about six months worth of payment to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> that will gain us five yards in the Donbass region. We need peace Dude. and uh, sleeves <laughs> for cocaine and hookers. <laughs> that's so much money, and it just seems about right, man. That's why, have you been to some of these stores downtown? We went to a CVS or... A, I think it was a Walgreens or something downtown. It was in Baltimore when we were visiting. And the the aisles were all glass shields, and you had to push little ring buttons. To get them to come unlock it. And they would it. come and then unlock it. Dude, just, I just got to put this in perspective. Dominic, the, the Dominican Republic, their, their yearly GDP, $113 billion. Wow. Kenya. 113 billion. Oh, wow. Angola, 106. Guatemala, 95. We lost more to shoplifting than Guatemala's entire GDP. Superpower of the world, baby. <laughs> I mean, come on. We can write off. We can write off the GDP of small countries, dude. Write off. It's a write off. It's bro. a write off. You don't even know what a write off is. <laughs> Nah, but the people writing it off, dude. <laughs> and they're the ones writing it off right now. <laughs> That's a write-off, dude. <laughs> wow, dude. Our write-offs, our shoplifting write-offs are the GDP of entire countries in this world. I mean, dude, we're, we're, we're about when Panama. You, when we're you put it in that perspective, that's why we are America, man. Oh, yeah, ours is $25 trillion. And have you seen, dude, have you seen some of these people, like, I, I have been watching a lot of the stuff, because uh, the migrant issue is huge here in Denver, and they've been interviewing a lot of these people, and, and uh, there are, we joke about all the uh, military-age men crossing the border, but there are also still families and stuff, like, coming oh, through. Sure, and sure. they're camping out here in Denver, downtown, and it's it's, it's heart-wrenching to Sad. see the stories. Yeah. It absolutely is, and they're there. I, I drive past them. And, and um, what's crazy is reading uh, and hearing their, and seeing their interviews, and they talk about just coming here because they had nowhere else to go. And that they knew that this was a place where they could come to for a new beginning, or to yeah. to have their American dream, or you know to and and honestly, it, you know all, all politics aside, you look at that and all you can think is 
internationally, around the world, this place still symbolizes oh, something of promise one. and just hope. And, and yeah. you know, like I will, I will risk everything to get there, man, for my family to like, yeah. to to make it, man. Well, what we don't realize here in America is to like us, it became the American dream is this. $1.2 million home in the suburbs. I'm going to be a TikTok a star, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, Did you see my dance oh, yesterday? Me and my yeah. wife are retired at 42. Got a thousand just, likes. We're, we're, going incredible. To, <laughs> we're going to our summer home in, in Barbados. And like, you know what I mean? It was like, you talk, you talk to these immigrants and they're like, no, I want the, the American dream. Uh, food for my kids. <laughs> food. <laughs> and the shelter. And to go to school for their kids. Go to school, uh, shelter that nobody could take away from you. Nobody's, you know, gangs. Drug gangs. The gangs are going to recruit yes, exactly, your kids dude. into their gangs. For sure. You know, just because they're trying to go to school. Mafiosos and all that stuff. Like, just not having to deal with that kind of so shit. The American dream is just a safe place to, to raise your kids. And that, you know, not the mansion, not the no. fucking everyday steak dinner. Make a the, buck and eat dinner every night. You could survive. You know, people don't realize, even the poorest people here, you don't know what the fuck poor is. I remember going to a town in the Middle East that uh, I think it was in Qatar. Dude, it was, it was, it had been bombed in the 90s. Wow. And that's, that's how many wars we've had going on <laughs> in the Middle East. You, you, <laughs> there's places that are still bombed out from like from like 30 years ago from, yeah. no, the older bush not the younger one i'm not the american that bombed you 30 years ago i'm a better guy <laughs> i work for his son oh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> wow we are an imperial nation man really <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i'm i'm w not hw man come on <laughs> that was the dad uh, it was 30 years ago bro can't blame me that. Oh, that colonizing asshole no 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 no. i voted for his son and now i serve him <laughs> <laughs> and we know you didn't do 9-11 but we're here anyways <laughs> well your neighbor did we know that you found gilgamesh <laughs> <laughs> we're here for the tomb we can need we need the portal the stargate no that was the best part is not only did we go like Nobody even talked about the fact that we didn't just invade Iraq and Afghanistan. We set up Iraq and Afghanistan were just the two countries that were like, no, we don't want you to set up bases in our country. Right. So we invaded them and set up bases in their country. The size of like Houston, Texas. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah understand. They're like massive cities. Huge. But, the, but all the <laughs> other countries, they just they just didn't want to fight, so they agreed to let us set up bases in their country. And so, so like, Obama flew drones there and bombed everybody for eight years. That was incredible. <laughs> so that's why we got bases all over the Middle East. Yeah. That's crazy. You know? So, what were these little towns like, though? I, I can't imagine, like, you know, like the poorest would, towns. It, I can't even, like, visually poor even see do, them, honestly. Poor doesn't even describe it to us because Americans have an idea of poor, mm -hmm. and this is far beyond poor. This isn't even, this is beyond the poor of what's her name's going to do a commercial and sing a song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. In the arms of, you know <laughs> oh, I mean? Celine Dion. Oh. <laughs> no, that's Celine Dion. Who was that other? Was that Celine? Sarah McLachlan. Sarah McLachlan. Yeah, this Same is like person. poorer than Sarah McLachlan song. Where like the, the flies you know I mean? on the black kid. Yeah, no, these were like <laughs> these kids like looked like they were gonna die in a minute. They were like just so starving looking. Wow. They had rags. They were literally. They were, we were. I remember driving up to the the village, and there's like it was like maybe eight or nine distinct buildings, and uh, none of them had a roof. Everything was like half blown up still. And leading up to it was all these like blown up vehicles 
that apparently the people of the village that was like how they were all making money and surviving was like scrapping these old like just scrapping metal from blown up shit wow and uh <clears throat> that's crazy man dude you go there and i remember just looking around and i was like there's no way anybody lives here and my sergeant just laughed he was like wait till we pull in as soon as we pull in to like the square dude it's literally like a 12th century like you, you pull into this like it's all like a a, a bodhi whatever is that what it is about the clay, yeah a boat yeah boat. yeah or boat yeah yeah you're right adobe adobe yeah yeah it's all those like clay homes and shit for like, sure they're like half blown up and i'm not even joking they dude. just don't have the resources to rebuild it at that all? was what i kept like dude we all kept arguing about it we're like dude you literally live in mud just take the mud you can't and just remud it them. <laughs> but dude you like i'm sensing some victimization here <laughs> They're waiting for the Democrats to build Was it. Ingram X. Kendi there before you guys, <laughs> teaching them some CRT? They were rebuilding until they realized they were victims of oppression, That's and then right. they were waiting for the oppressors to come. They and, were streaming you know. The View, and Whoopi Goldberg changed their lives. <laughs> but dude, it was like a movie where you, like, in the middle of the buildings, it was like a circle. So you, like, kind of drive in this road, and then it's like a, it's like a cul-de-sac. Kind right. Of. And in the middle of the cul-de-sac was a, 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 a honest-to-God well. That they had, like, dug by hand 2,000 years ago or whatever. And that was the only reason this place still exists, because it has a well. Have you seen some of these wells? I've I've done a little digging. There's places where there's, like, the purest water in the world that elites actually pay massive amounts of money for the bottled water from these places. And there are wells that were designed thousands of years ago. Yeah. And there's people surrounding it like just with buckets and ropes like pulling up water and filling up these canty it's the clearest cleanest water known to me this wasn't that (laughs) i know but (laughs) this was like practically brackish water coming out of that fucking well do they purify it anyway or they just fucking drink that they just drink it wow they just drink it and the and they talk about like when you talk to these really poor people in these countries like the people in that village. They have no purification system whatsoever, not even like rocks and you know charcoal. Anything you build to purify water takes maintenance, costs money. And so the way they operate is, this is really sad, but they are very open about it and honest about it. The, the women will just have 20 kids in their life and three will survive. Wow. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then, because they die from the water. They die from the water and the food they're eating. Wow. And they know it. And it's just the strong survive. <laughs> so those three kids that survive, fucking warriors. You know yeah, what I mean? They man. can eat anything. They can drink anything. You can probably feed them, ar- like, just give them arsenic to drink and they'll survive. Probably but... the way society's supposed to run, though. Well, I think that's the great equalizer. So, like, we're getting, we're so, we got it so good. And that's why we're getting softer while these that's guys what I'm saying. are just we getting need... harder. Yeah, yeah, and they're, right, getting, yeah. they're getting bred. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the weak are dying. And so, they, they pretty soon we're going to come to a point where they have nothing but the strongest. Right. Know? And that's when they take over. And then they'll start getting weaker. So, and then eventually we'll be taken over. Oh, we're, yeah, eventually. Come on, nothing lasts forever. You're a, only a fool believes America will last forever. I mean, one, the country will not last forever. For sure, our dominancy in the world stage is, is it's got its... Our military might, though, is so extreme. Like, what would it be like to have another superpower have a far superior military might over us? That's kind of frightening. I don't think they're gonna get. I don't think we're gonna get taken over by military. I think we're gonna get taken over economically. I think it's gonna be so. Our our military is unstoppable, and I think if you're looking at that from like if you're like an African nation, you're looking at that. You have no chance to fight America. 
even if you get together with all these other countries and you form your, you know, you form an alliance and all of you get your guys together, you know, you're still not going to beat America. So what do you do? We can't beat you militarily. We're just going to stop trading with you. You need our minerals more than we need your money. Your money actually doesn't mean anything. The only reason, right. the only reason your money means anything is because I need it to buy shit from my friends. But what happens if we dissolve economically, right? You know, my point being is if America falls, then and another country takes over militaristically, that's kind of a scary scenario oh, for the world, scary. right? Well, imagine if, uh, imagine if, like, Mexico, imagine in 100 years we lose our military superiority. Mexico decides it's going to take over Texas, does something like Hamas did, and then China now is parking its aircraft carrier in the Pacific coast, right. watching us, making sure we don't do anything. Wow. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's really fun to think like, oh, yeah, we support Israel, so we sent this aircraft carrier to the Mediterranean and everything. But, like, imagine somebody did that to us. Well, can they, and do we have a chance to fight back now? We can't, we can't keep our military as big as it is without the economic strength that we have. So we probably have to just dial it back. And then you lose. An army that's not growing is an army that's dying. So we, we've hit the apex and there's no chance of sustaining nor staying or going back to further dominance. So we just have to fall. I think the only thing that could save us is we really need to work on, like, we really need to work on our um, foreign relations and just our, our per- portrayed strength around the world, you know? We need to improve our culture. I think the I think what was the strength of America forever, and the reason I hearken back to seeing these images of people wanting, braving these elements to come here still now today, today people are there at the border, man. Yeah, their families trying to come through, right, for a better life. So there's yeah. still some image out there, something out there where people aren't at the border of China. They're not at the border of Russia. Well, they're trying to get out at the border of China. (laughs) (laughs) But do you see what I'm saying? They're not knocking at the doors of these other superpowers. It's still America. There's still something about America, and maybe that's what has been so persistent and what has worked. Maybe no matter what, no matter all, maybe we've, as a country, have survived maybe potentially a lot of coup d'etats in various kind of scenarios where we've been taken over fundamentally. But there's some sort of underlying spirit of the American will of people to just want to have God-given rights and to live a free and prosperous life. And ultimately, America as an ideal through the people will always survive and always be a thing. But we've already lost the idea of living a free life. You cannot live a free life. A free life is you, you, you do what you want, you think what you want. You now have to accept that that man is a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, they're taking away your freedom. Well, that's communism trying to take over. I it's I watched burn. a I watched a video about or earlier today uh, this morning about how um a guy attended a meeting in 1992 and it was of, of many elites in America of they were communists and it was right after the fall of uh, the USSR oh. and they met in Berkeley and it was about 15,000 of them and they got together. And they discussed their future plans. And there was a book written in the 50s. It's a communist kind of manifesto for America and how they document these directives. There was like 75 uh, things that they wanted to push through. And they're so insanely descriptive and they've pushed through a lot of them already. Yeah, I believe it. 
And anyways, uh, the guy goes on in the video to talk about how many of the people that he saw attend the meeting in 1992 were appointed to Barack Obama's cabinet in 2008. Mm, they were gay men. <laughs> they love crack cocaine. And black dick. And black dick. <laughs> Barry Sotero. Never forget people. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy stuff, right? They're definitely pushing us towards it. And like I said, I mean, we're, we're accepting it. We're, well, we're voting it in is the worst part. We're voting it in. Voting it in and accepting a bunch of weird stuff in our lives, which is why I got a good one for you right now, and I like where we're oh, heading yeah. into it. Yeah, dude. So we've accepted a lot of things that we normally wouldn't have before, including the vaccine. We're all big vaccine people, right? Yeah, I got no choice. You got no choice. You got to <laughs> no, take it, dude. No choice. So, uh... This holiday season, everybody's got to get that COVID vax. No. Meantime, as millions get ready to gather for the holiday, health officials are urging people to take some extra precautions. That's because the CDC estimates there have already been up to 1.6 million flu cases. RSV infections are also on the rise, especially impacting kids under the age of four. And COVID-19 still a concern for a lot of families, but only about... 15% of adults have received that updated shot. So let's break it down and see what it all means, <laughs> how we can protect ourselves and our loved ones. Is the CDC's new Excuse me? It's like one in eight. How? So 15% of um, 335 million people, Mike. <laughs> could you give me some math magician uh, <laughs> on that action there? It's like five and a half million. Nope. And or five million. Yeah. How many people over the age of like, 75 who are in nursing homes who were forced to take the vaccine. Five million? That was about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. There's your percentage, dude. It means nobody willingly got this vaccine. Director Dr. Mandy Cohen. Dr. Cohen, so happy that you're here with us today. As we said, tons of people are on the road. People are going to be gathering. Not many people have gotten the flu shot or the COVID shot. How concerned are you about not many people have gotten any of them, dude. Yeah, COVID ruined your flu shot game. That's too. what I'm saying, yeah. dude. I think people. I've talked about it with you many times. Uh, I worked at a bar. A lot of old folks would hang out there. They'd all get the flu shot, and then the next week, everybody at the bar had the flu. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. No, they were they were creating the vex, the uh, variants. And in the winter, December, actually, the week of Christmas, 2019. A gentleman walked into the bar at the Pearl Street Pub, and he had a N95 mask on his face. And none of us had seen that before ever, and it was the weirdest thing ever. And he took off his mask. He ordered fish and chips from me. He ordered a water at the bar, and then he left. And it was the most bizarre thing we've ever seen. Huge CIA presence in Boulder, Colorado. Mm. And I'm going to say this right now. The next week... I had a sickness like I had never had in my entire life, and I nearly died. And it felt like there was a machine attacking my lungs, man. And everyone thought I was crazy. But now Emma's dead. <coughs> she, he calls me patient zero for COVID-19. I'm telling you, they spread COVID-19 in Boulder, Colorado in December 2019. I swear to you. These uh, holiday gatherings. <laughs> 
Well, look, we love to gather during the holidays, and for, it's wonderful to be here with both mm -hmm. of you. So fun. Um, but as we get into the holidays, we need to protect each other. And yes, too few people have gotten the vaccine so far. And I know folks are over COVID mm -hmm. and they want to leave it in the rearview mirror, I'm but drinking. it's here with us. Um, so the three reasons to get vaccinated. One, the virus has changed. So you want the most updated protection you can get. Second, if you had COVID before or you've had been vaccinated, that protection has decreased over time. So you want the boosted up protection. And third, people are still getting long COVID, right? The long symptoms from, from long that COVID virus. was bullshit. Only case. Democrats so got long reasons. COVID. Long COVID is a line I use at the bar every night with the ladies. I say, hey, baby, you want to see some long COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know COVID was Italian until I found out about long COVID. <laughs> Say so, they say there's some black in there, baby. <laughs> Southern Italian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be sick. This we certainly so don't want to be sick for a Oh, this is, I know. I'm telling you. I can't believe we're still doing this. It's 2023. Yes. I mean, you guys are still talking about the vaccine that they're proving in other countries didn't work. There's lawsuits in other countries because not only did they not work, they increased the risk of certain side effects. You know. The vaccines are killing people. It's officially true. It's happening worldwide. There's actually increase worldwide in excess mortality rates. The myocarditis, the heart attacks. Bronny James. I know that one was crazy. That one was crazy. And L L Lamar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. Yeah, Damar. But <laughs> but I think. L I think Bronny James was the weirdest one of all of them. So there's okay. I'm gonna and the reason here's what in the occult world, and with occultism and with the Illuminati and all this kind of secret society and Satanism and all that stuff, there is a sacrificial nature to becoming a super famous person. Uh, in fact, there's a video of Kanye West when he was going on his nutso tirades where he talks about how people who are famous lose loved ones. No, he said he had to save his kids. That and, was what no, he, he did. But he also said he lost his mother. Uh, and same thing happened to Jordan with his dad. Yeah. And it, there's just a lot of stuff where there's a sacrifice to be made. And it is really wild. There's video footage of LeBron James for many years doing some sort of ritual before every game where he does all these, like, hand signals that signify in a lot of weird ways, like Illuminati symbols, 666, all these, like, weird kind of stuff. And how bizarre is it? Like, sure, LeBron, you could be the greatest. You'll own every record ever in the NBA, every scoring title. You'll, in fact, be the oldest player ever to dominate the NBA. You will dominate. But your kid will never play. Ooh. Right? Yeah. The heart attack in college. Come on. That's a sack. That is. So you think he didn't have the heart attack? Or he. They. Well, no, I think that's part of selling your soul to the devil. They, the devil gave him the heart attack. Well, come on, man. Uh, I mean, it's part of signing the contract. Kanye West literally talked about it how there's a sacrifice to be made. And everybody knows he wanted to play with his son in the NBA. It was his literal goal. To play, uh, to retire the year. his the last year of college. Dude, his kid gets the heart, heart attack. attack. And so the kid's not going to play. I mean, he's never going to get drafted. What team is going to spend mm. millions? When, when you're an owner of a franchise, 
and you're evaluating talent to draft them onto your team. You're evaluating a human body and valuing their body on millions of dollars. Yeah, well, it's more of a tool at that point. You know? Dude, how different is it from, like, going to the market... Sizing up. Uh, okay, uh, Colin, okay, Colin Kaepernick. Colin over here. Kaepernick! Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but these are guys that are volunteering for it because they're going to get millions of dollars. Get the fuck out of here. I was waiting to see your reaction. Get the fuck out of here. Colin Kaepernick over here. Yeah, standing on the podium, <laughs> sized up, being measured by all the slave owners. After having to eat those eggs and potatoes with not enough salt and pepper. <laughs> Some white bitch cooked them. <laughs> that was the worst part about slavery. You had to eat all the white ladies' food. <laughs> the worst part was everything was under-seasoned. <laughs> Not enough salt. <laughs> it's all Frederick Douglass could talk about. <laughs> I believe salt was in uh, Martin Luther King's dream. <laughs> more salt, more pepper. <clears throat> Well, you want to continue down the holiday bags? Or oh, is that, are yeah, you done? Are yeah, you done? Yeah, if you've it. had enough, I'm, uh, I'm done too. I just think that's funny stuff. The, the vaccine shit is very funny so to me. So funny. Who's getting it? Nobody. Even knowing I got the flu shot, did not get the booster. And I recommended that she shouldn't, and I don't uh, think anyone should get any more of these shots, dude. I think that they're very bad for people. It's been exposed. This is bullshit. It's just a money-making market. Yeah. The whole vaccine. Everything, you know? man. Even, yeah. Everything COVID. Uh, they announced this week that they um, are giving out four free COVID tests to anybody who wants to order it. You can just oh, go I'm to sure the, it's uh, free. Yeah, go to the website. Sure. You get your free test. That definitely doesn't. It's definitely not set to tell you you're positive That's for COVID. Positive. Did you hear what uh, Kennedy said about the hepatitis? No, I didn't know this, but there's a lot of side effects from it apparently, and it's one of the drugs that. No, apparently they came out with it it's to prevent you from getting hepatitis there's a drug so you're not talking you're talking about a drug that fights it's hepatitis okay a, a hepatitis right. yeah. oh yes okay right. there's a vaccine for hepatitis that they came out with and nobody was buying it because not a lot of people get hepatitis but the like the, the only way you're really getting it is from sexual contact right right it's a std so they came out with it. Nobody really wanted it. So then they started marketing it to kids and babies. And now it's one of the like mandated shots they give your baby in the first six months. Is this like thing for hepatitis? Like your baby's not having sex with anybody. Where are they going to get the hepatitis from? Wow. Right? Yes. Where are they going to get the hepatitis? Why are we giving it to these kids? And apparently that's like one of the ones that he was like, they're, they're concerned about the side effects. I think we can agree now that the vaccine programs are designed to limit population growth yeah, at this uh, point. They cause autism. <laughs> we know it for a fact. Man. They have to, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know about the autism. It's hard to say, right? Uh, but I think what's weird is, and the reason it sticks in my mind is because I have friends who have kids who are little guys. And I think about you're there, kid is born, and all of a sudden you're you're rushed with all these emotions and these thoughts and these responsibilities. Everything is hitting you. 
And then these doctors are telling you, no, you got to stick this into your kid and you got to jab them with that and inject yeah. them with this. And if you don't do that, then they're going to grow up with this. And they're, they're throwing out all this scientific medical mumbo jumbo at you. And you're just, you know, you've got this precious little thing and you just want it. You just want to give it the best chance. All you want is, oh, yeah, oh, I want the best medicine. I want the best yeah. thing for this thing. And it's so easy to be cons- convinced and bought into whatever they're selling you. I-, I think about when we took our cat in. It was over. It was a year ago now, this week. Uh, we were originally going to come to Chicago for Thanksgiving, but we couldn't because our cat, Kanji, came down with a virus uh, he was having urinary, tr- urinary tract issues, and we had to bring him in. There was this whole thing. They they told me on the phone that he was good as dead. We should just probably put him down. That's what they told me. <laughs> what? And then when I said no, they said, okay, cool, we'll keep him alive, but you're going to have to pay, like, thousands of dollars every day for, like, weeks, and we're going to, like, do this regimen. I said, no, nah, give me the cat. Give me the cat, yeah. And one of the one of the vets called us, and he was giving us the rundown. And then eventually, he he got a little quiet on the phone. And I said, "Look, man, can I just pick up my cat?" <laughs> and he said, "If I were you, I'd come and get your cat." Yeah. And I did. And that was a year later. They wanted us to kill our cat and spend all this money on euthanasia, and you know what I'm saying, like all all the stuff. Still alive. He's yes, pumping. Doing good. You, you were just doing hanging good. with him. He's hanging. I'm he's good. Great. He's gonna live another fucking ten five, years. ten years, man. Like yeah. he's fine, dude. These institute. All I could think about though at that time was they had me by the balls. It's a cat I know, but it's not my cat. It's my wife's cat. She's had him for fifteen years or whatever it is. You know the sentimentality. Yes. You know what's happening here. Yeah. You're gonna milk this cash cow. As much as you can. And then luckily for us, one guy there had a fucking heart and said, hey, man, just come and get your cat. He's fine. Yeah. He's going to be fine. He'll walk it off. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, the shots with the kids. I get what you're saying. You want the best for your kid. But I always look at, like, look at puppies. They got you by the balls with the kid, though, man. But think about a puppy, right? You have a puppy. I, I, I used to live with a girl that was a rich girl, and we got a puppy. And right away, take it to the vet. Right away, they gave it a bunch the of fucking the vaccines. <laughs> they gave it the shots and everything. And I, and I tried to tell her, when I was in the Army, we found a puppy on the side of the road. Yes. <laughs> no shots, no nothing. Gave it a bath and some food. And the thing's probably still running around. No, they there, claim right? these vaccines are what gives these dog cancers and shit like I'm that. I'm sure. Yes. Dude, these dogs, then why are we different? Right, it's the same. It's the That's same I'm shit. telling you, it's the same. And I think yeah. they got you by the balls. You have this kid. You're yes. wrapped up in these emotions. You're yeah. ready to spend whatever it takes to make this thing survive. And, and who knows better than the doctor? And the doctor yeah. saying, "I'm gonna pump your kid with 75 vaccines over the next three years." Yeah. You're like, do it, doc. <laughs>